You're listening to On Stadium Boulevard with Lexi, presented by Blue by 90. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 14 of On Stadium Boulevard. I'm joined my co-hosts, um, Jordan, MGO JD Blue, and Josh, U of M Fam Ogdale. So let's uh let's discuss this Rutgers game, guys. What do we think? It was a story of two halves yet again. Yeah. It's just like um, it's, it's honestly like a just a a book at this point with, with right. the second half of this team. I love it so much, but hate it because the first half I'm just sitting here worried as hell. They have me running <laughs> through the roller coaster and yep, yeah. And the the whole like light show and the train horn thing and all the gimmicky stuff Rutgers had going on in the first half combined with uh, how mm-hmm. the game was being played had me pretty stressed out. <laughs> I need to go see a game there though. That that whole. <laughs> Like thing looks like legit. I'm talking even like the carnival rides and the elevators <laughs> I saw on the tailgates. I'm like, why doesn't Ann Arbor have food trucks? They would make it. Yeah. Like, they would make a lot of money doing that. <laughs> Michigan Twitter is like such a roller coaster during these games sometimes with these like people are oh, panicking. And then I just realized during the during halftime, like we've been dominating teams in the second half all year. I, there's really no mm-hmm. reason to worry. And they did exactly that. Yeah, you know it was. It, I don't want to say fluky was how they got in the lead, but you know you get a block punt there, and you let up a drive, you miss a couple. <laughs> like, I mean the block points. punt though, it's just like it was maddening. Like how did they right. even let that happen? You know, yeah. Like, and and the, the thing though is, I will take away from this is they just can't do this with good teams. They right. can't open like this against Ohio State because it'll be right. twenty-one nothing before we even can blink. So right. you know, saying that it's just it's good that they have the second half adjustments though. I will say because. Mm-hmm. I don't, there's no no team better than Michigan in the second half. I don't care who it is across the no. world. No, like, and you just look at the second half of the last four games. A hundred to three is absolutely crazy. <laughs> so you know, you got three shutouts. I had to look it up. I was like, no way. And Whatever like, Jesse oh, yeah. is doing is just it's crazy. Every single game, the defense just they figure it out in the second half. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but he's. I'm just afraid of losing them now after <laughs> yeah. one year yet again. But it's just a testament to him and Clink scale and Elston has done a great job with the line. That whole this I think this is probably the best staff Harbaugh's had. And it you, you really understand how important having a good staff is because mm-hmm. it's insane how the difference we, we see we've seen the past two years compared to the beginning of the Harbaugh era. Well, it's the all, all over culture shift. I mean, it just you know, and it's funny when you think back to that game against Rutgers in 2020, you know, and you're like, wow, like from that moment, this program has just launched into like a whole new realm of, of you know, possibilities. It's incredible it's, to just see because it was down bad. <laughs> it was a, it was literally a complete 180, 21 and three since that game, which is just an insane yeah. stat and a state insane switch. It's yeah. really crazy. Nobody saw that coming. Mm-mm. You would have told me that, that we would be here two years ago. I, I would have thought, I thought you were crazy. crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you're a homer. Do I don't want to listen to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, no, nope, really <laughs> Yep. Um, you know, and then the red zone. Um, I mean, I, I was a little disturbed in the beginning thinking, what the heck is going on? But they really came out and said, okay, we're going to go. And fourth, fourth and goal in the red zone and getting that. Was just like okay, I love this. It team. was a relief. <laughs> yeah, you know, from going from scoring only one touchdown in the red zone, or I guess two actually, I should say, against Michigan State, to going mm-hmm. five for five 
in the red zone. <laughs> you know, we said that was our one concern. Well, I mean, I know in the first half it was a little vanilla with just run up, literally run up the gut four times in a row. Then they did that twice in a row. But, <laughs> it, you know, you it doesn't matter if you score on first down or fourth down. A touchdown's a touchdown. And, you know, I thought Harbaugh got too cute last week, or I should say uh, Weiss and more. I don't know who's really calling plays there, but I'd rather be a little more vanilla than getting too cute in the red zone. So that's okay. Yeah, I agree. There, there was a good place called in the red zone, though, and that, and that was what was nice because it's like, you know, you just do your business and get it done with. Like, that's just all you need to do. You know, punch up the middle, whatever you got to do. But right. very, very happy, like, with just how much they're turning things around so quickly. Like, you know, normally right. we see, okay, this takes a few games to correct something or, you know, you get somebody who just refuses to adjust anything and then we get killed. So it's just – it's such a breath of fresh air seeing – Right. Um, Seeing the staff work with these these guys like this, I love right. it. <clears throat> um, and Mike Barrett, what MVP of that game. What a dog! I mean, I can't believe that he didn't win Defensive Player of the Week, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's, let them have whatever they need to have to get them through the right. season. Party yeah. one right. Um, you know, just incredible. <laughs> you know, and and the way he did it was so dominating, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I haven't seen someone like that. I think you guys, someone's one, one of you two said with Jordan Lewis or um, uh, yeah, Jordan Lewis. It's like, I, I haven't really seen someone that dominant in a game right. since then. And yeah. I love it because that's been some kind of, you know, um, not so strong points of, of our, of our defense throughout the years. Yeah. So. yeah. He definitely came up big in that game. He so many clutch plays and he's done that too over his career. I feel like, He's just kind of a slept-on player, and mm-hmm. uh, this is kind of the time where everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Mike Barrett." I kind of forgot about him. I he's, mean, he's a playmaker. He's been around here for a while, man, and he's done everything you want a Michigan football player to do, you know. And some people think it's cliche, but he really is a Michigan man. He's given yes. everything to this program ever since 2020, and he might have dropped in the depth chart last year, but he's right back this year, filling in for Hill Green, who's been hurt all year. He's, I think he's done an excellent job, and he's mm-hmm. made the place he's had to. And to see him have a big game like that, it's just it, – it puts a smile on your face for a guy that has given everything to this program. Yeah, I know. I was just – I love that he got to put on the buffs twice, man, because it was a <laughs> great sight to see. And, and then him just going to Twitter after, you know, with the yep. memes. I was like, oh, you're such a king. I love it, you know. <laughs> but, well, he was him. wearing the buffs in his post-game interview. It was awesome. <laughs> Oh, and Will Johnson got to put him on, and he's the guy who got him for the team. So it was his first time putting him on, I heard. Right. Yes. So that was cool. I think Will Johnson's done an excellent job stepping in. You know, mm-hmm. I'm really happy. Freshman, you know, you can't really ask more than that. Yeah. You know, I don't really think that people go to his side because he's just very good nope. in coverage. And it's like, yes, we still get three more years this guy, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully three more. We'll, yeah. Uh, maybe not at this rate, but yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you say five star gonna five star. He made a that that pick was kind of like a five star star gonna five star moment. And I wasn't expecting Jamon Green. Yeah, I knew he was suiting up. I really wasn't expecting him to play. And he's been, he's been nothing but excellent stepping up in his yeah. place. So and that's yeah, something that this team has done well all year. They just step up when somebody's hurt or whatever happens. You know, the next man up. It always mm-hmm. everybody just fills right in. And that's something that Michigan hasn't really had. Over the last maybe decade or so, and now this right. year they really have it, and 
that makes a big difference. I definitely can't remember the last time we've had a team this deep. I mean, the first and second unit, because mm-hmm. we've been pretty injured all year. You know, we've there hasn't been a really a game where we've had a fully healthy roster. So it's yeah. it's really very deep and very impressive to see that next man up mentality. And that also always goes back to culture. Yep. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> you know, to, to kind of point like a little bit on like some troubling things, I'm I'm a little worried on the wide receiver stuff um, and, and the drops. You know, it's just you can't be doing that. We, we've got a lot right. of talent, too, in, in, in our wide receiver room. So I'm just I'm confused. And I know it's like, OK, we've got Blake, who obviously is the leader of this offense. And that's you know, that's OK. That's perfectly right. fine. But like, you know, and, and having a run game is great, but. You know, we're just going to need to be stronger um, with a passing game. And so I'm, I'm hoping that this is another thing that they can fix and get things adjusted and stuff before Ohio State because you're going to need, you know, both um, always. But for sure. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, because I, I honestly thought J.J. made some excellent passes that really that entire game. I mean, yeah, the deep ball to Andrew was a little overthrown, but it still hit him in the hands you know, it's, it's a little bit on both there, but um, also, like, he had that one to Schoonmaker. Like, that was an absolute dime right in Schoon's oh, hand. Yeah. Like, that's, that was in between three defenders. I mean, yeah, maybe it wasn't the best three, but it was a perfectly accurate throw in, in Schoon's hands and probably one he should have come up with, mm-hmm. yep. one he yeah. normally does, so. He knew you know, it. He, I, knew, he saw yeah. his face and he was just sick. Yeah, you know? he was upset. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a little window to put that ball, though. And that's when I was like, damn, yeah. JJ just made that throw. Like, right. oh, like, okay, like, let's get cooking. But yeah, you got to catch those. Got to catch them. Got to catch them. That's just it. Um, But let's hope, let's Some, hope they fix that. <laughs> sometimes I feel bad, though, for Ronnie Bell because it seems like he always makes some big catch or something, and then it always ends up him being, like, just out of bounds. And I think there was right. one that he had. I mean, mm-hmm. one of these days it's going to connect, I feel like. He had one against – I feel um, like he just has bad luck. <laughs> he had one against MSU, too. Yep. He, he, like, mossed that dude, and it was kind of hard to tell from the stadium. But I was like, dang, I thought he caught that, you know. Yeah. And then he has had some bad luck, but – I think, you know, drops are always an issue that's fixable. Just get on the jugs machine, put in some mm-hmm. extra work. So sure. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I just, and I love too, just the way that JJ is leading this offense when on the field. You know, he's just really just coming to his own through, through these last few weeks. And, mm-hmm. you know, just that touchdown he had. I mean, coming out of that pile and, you know, reaching your head <laughs> right. back. Yeah. And that was just some professional type of stuff. I'm just it was. I don't you don't see kids mm-hmm. doing that, you know, especially right. sophomores. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just so excited to like watch him mold into <laughs> like what we know he can be in his ceiling is just the, the yeah. limit. Like, so. Think about that. That was only his eighth career college start. You know, he's only gonna get better, you know. We're gonna see it another full year of him next year. And I don't this he's good. This kid's gonna only get better. And I think I can't believe that the fast pace he's already progressing because I yeah. I know it seems like he's not like the world beater we thought he was going to be, but maybe we had our expectations a bit too high for someone starting, you know, for the first time ever in D1. So mm-hmm. he's been efficient. He hasn't really turned the ball over all that much. Does he still only have like, what, one interception? Two, I so. one or two, not a whole lot. So it's. yeah. Well, even the interception too, it was like, damn it. You know, I got 
you know, ricocheted. It wasn't like he made a bad throw and it was caught mm-hmm. right there, you know, it's just right. bad luck. You know, right. it just was. So yeah, it's, it's impressive. I, I love it. A lot of people were worried about him getting hit and taking shots and stuff. But I mean, I think we're seeing, I know he said he played hockey in the past. So I think we're mm-hmm. seeing that hockey player in him because we saw him take some shots in this game. Yeah, and there was some I mean, dirty hits. Ones, yeah. yeah. I'm not if he gets back I'm up not and one he just to sit here and blame. But yeah. He, I mean, yeah, he looked like, even after those big hits, he looked a little shaken up, but then he just kind of got right back yeah. up to the line yeah. of scrimmage and kept leading this offense down the field, you know, and having a tough quarterback that can run like that is just it's awesome and something we shouldn't be taking for granted right now <laughs> that dual threat i love it so much yep. <laughs> um so what was going on with blake you know that yeah. i i know that you know the, the vomiting and stuff is probably between like anxiety stress dehydration but you know i don't know is he maybe got like a flu or sick or something because um, something's like going on but yeah. like you know he still did great, and he still had over 100 yards, but it, something was up last game. Well, I, I, I saw that he said something about it being an issue with him not breathing while he's playing. Like yeah. he gets, a, and there's a lot of adrenaline, uh, and yeah. he's not breathing properly. So he said he's going to talk to his doctor about that. So oh, hopefully, hopefully you, would think, something... you would think a little bit of it is just him eating candy. Before the games, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the sour patch kids, yeah. But I, I mean, Marshall Lynch does it. Before a game, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> you can definitely tell he didn't fully look like himself, and he still broke a couple runs. And yeah. he had a t- he had a big touchdown run that got called back. I thought it was a hold. I was like, what was the hold? But it was just a formation penalty. But which was bullshit. God, yeah. it's like they always take away good runs from him. I know. Always his best Heck. runs, yeah. Yep. And it's always at the well, beginning of the game. Right? Like the opening. <laughs> down, they're like, yeah. you got to work a little harder. <laughs> right. But yep. He still averaged, yeah, all those carries in the red zone, too, that were, like, super short. And he still averaged over five a carry, so. Yeah, and I it mean, was considered an off game, which, you know, I'll I take that. <laughs> maybe I'm biased. that could be their off game for the Reds. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm biased, but I think he's very close, if not in the lead for the Heisman right now. He's, I know it's more of a QB award now, but he's been very, he at least deserves to be in that conversation and be in New York this year. There's I no think if they beat Ohio State and he has a big game in that game, like, I don't yeah, know how he couldn't win it. Yeah. Right. I think he's getting invited regardless because yeah. I just don't see, like, I think it's like him and Caleb Williams right now. Like mm-hmm. you're trying to mention that Drake guy from UNC, it's like no, like it's you know mm. it's not enough. UNC has been good, but yeah, it'll yeah, be cool averaging... here in New York though. It'll be great. Right. So I just, yep. Best for regardless. When was yeah, the last here... time we've had someone in New York two years in a row? It's probably been a while. It's <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So it's I mean, the man's averaging almost 160 yards per game. Peters are gonna be so mad. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh man. So yeah, I mean, this is the great time of year, guys. Football, Michigan basketball is finally back. Um, what did you guys think of that game last night? Oh, I think it's really exciting. Like Jet Howard is just unbelievable for a freshman. I know it's only been an exhibition game in one game, but man, he he just looks so good. Don't overreact about the first game. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're overreacting. I'm pumped. Yeah. Oh, 
like <laughs> there just seems like there's a different intensity that this team i thought like they just kind of looked sluggish at times last year and like you know nothing against caleb houston but you just see a different sort of explosiveness from jet mm-hmm. and just the intensity on defense the rotations are better even hunter I, and it's tough i don't it's tough i hate finding slights against our all-american center but i saw a lot of times he was slow on rotations and slow on help defense that looked a lot better yesterday and he's going for that national player of the year this year from what i saw yesterday he i mean he's gonna he very well could average 2010. and i like how they seem to have surrounded him with better shooters this year with like joey baker jet howard I mean, that just helps Hunter out so much because now they have to respect, like, a shooting the three instead Absolutely. of just double-teaming well, him. And- there was a picture from the game, and it just it was just, you know, I think it's one that Ant shared. But, like, you, you know, all three defenders were on shooters, you know, above yep. the three. Yep. And then you leave Hunter one-on-one, give me that all damn thing. There's no oh, chance yeah. you're going to stop that. Like, and you never had that before, though, because you don't have you know who who is going to go out and get in Caleb Houston's face, you know? No yeah. Again, but like, you know, right. who's going to do it? And you know, other players that we've had just you know weren't respected in that way. And right. it's it's going to be very interesting to watch these players give space now because you know we were throwing out these lineups with that weren't very efficient shooting the ball. And again, nothing against Musa, but having another one who's player who's was more of a center at that power forward. It was just clogging up the paint. They knew they could double Hunter last year because yep, Musa yep. was not an efficient three-point shooter. So, you know, sending out a guy at the four, you know, the most pivotal part if you're going to run your offense through your center is having shooters around him for him to kick the ball out to. So, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's only been one game, but that's changed, and it's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was funny, too, just watching when there was, like, a group of guys on the floor, and then all of a sudden – there's nothing was happening and then they kept the other team kept scoring and you're like, okay, when's you want to make this like switch out and like, you know, get, get, get these guys going. And, and, you know, and then he did, then it was like, what, a 15 over on you're like, Oh, there right. it is. There, there's, there's the, there's the team that I'm expecting and excited for. Yeah. It's going to be nice watching the, the different, um, you know, combinations that they can create right. and figure out who is going to be the best overall and, and, and whatnot. But yeah, it's just, Exciting! I, I love Michigan basketball. I love Jawan. Mm-hmm. I love this team. I love the culture of that program that he's built. And it's just, you know, his son, his second son coming to the team and just Jet, you know, like you said, Jordan, Jet is incredible. Yeah. Uh, way, way better than what I even expected. And, and you right. see, you know, I, I know Josh, you said that the natural scorer thing, and he really is. And, and I can't remember the last time we've had someone like that. I mean, someone says Stauskas, and I was like, maybe. Maybe. Stauskas. Like, in all natural, you can count on for those points. You know, when they get the ball in their hand, you're like, okay, what will be good? And like I said, it's only one mm-hmm. game. But yeah. It's yeah. Be on that trajectory. He's great. If I have a complaint, the bench unit let them back into the game a little bit. But I think that's more Juwan just figuring out lineups, figuring mm-hmm. out what works, you know. Doug McDaniel is going to be an excellent backup point guard. I think we can already tell. I know he only shot one for five. He just needs to fix that little – needs a little bit of touch at the rim, you know. Yep. He's fast. He's – he's. I think he's a great defender. I think both of our point guards, him and the little one, however you say that. I'm just going to say <laughs> from now on. But oh, they are both 
absolute dogs on the defensive end. So yeah, well, Doug is crazy on defense. It's like he's just so smothering, and you're like, yes, I love having the like annoying defenders because you know teams they get so aggravated with it and frustrated. I think he's gonna be that gnat on the floor like those other teams and just be pissing them off. So I'm ready for it. Yeah, he's so quick too, up and down the floor. I mean. It's yeah. just unbelievable. Well, and someone said too is like how quick he was. It did remind me of Frankie Collins. Yeah, it's probably why you know it's, you know sadly Frankie ended up believing because they were like the same yeah. player, but you know Doug's a little more experienced even. So mm-hmm. it's uh, I think I think Doug just can actually make a shot outside of four v two. Yeah, mean, I think he's. Yeah. I think his mid range jumper looks a lot better than Frankie's. Right, <laughs> right. which and, is. Um, an upgrade. I mean, we we saw that flash on that loose ball and then a little behind the back. And oh, I yeah. mean, that was I lost my mind at that. that <laughs> Me is, too. It's a very, very good play. So, yeah, lots to like about this team. I know it's it's it's, it's exciting. And is this gonna be Buffkin season? Are we gonna have like is this gonna be like a- <laughs> I don't know. It's either Buffkin, Howard. I mean, if all of them want to ball out this year, we'll right. be happy. So. <laughs> We have yeah. a lot more guys who can go get who can have big games for us. I think we were kind of expecting that last year, and that didn't quite happen. But mm-hmm. I mean, Cody, I, he didn't have his most efficient game shooting the ball against Purdue Fort Wayne, but you saw it in the exhibition. I mean, mm-hmm. that dunk he had, oh yeah. my gosh! And That's he looks like he got a little bit bigger and stronger mm-hmm. and a little more confident than he was last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they definitely hit the weights off this offseason because I even I was looking like a hunter. I'm like, okay, he like packed on a couple more, you know, intensity, if you will. (laughs) But yeah, that's good though because it was a little, you know, there's a lot of young kids last year though too, a lot of youth on there, and Mm -hmm. and I think that this year with the veterans we brought in and the transfer portal and everything, that it just it's going to be the key to success for the squad. And I'm yep. I'm so excited. It's just nice because, like, not many people can just be excited about football and basketball. You At know? the same time. Right. You get to talk right. shit to basketball, have to stop <laughs> football, and here we are, guys. It's just not Very fortunate. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're yeah. very there's, – there's not a whole lot of programs that can be in the same spot as us, as us so mm-hmm. it's all right, so we got the Cornhusker boys this weekend. What do we think is going to happen? Like, uh, what one of the worst run defenses in the country. So, what's yeah, going to happen, yeah, yeah. guys? I need <laughs> to see a. Go ahead, Jordan. I was going to say, I think you're going to see Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards eat again. Yet again. I was <laughs> yeah. going to say. I was just going to say. I, 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 I want a big game out of Blake, and I just want to see us. Get out to a fast start in the first half mm-hmm. for once. And, yeah. You know, it's, I feel like it's kind of opposite of what Lloyd Carr did. He would like get out to a big lead in the first half and just like sit on it. We kind of <laughs> let them hang around in the first half this time around. And yeah. It's, pull it's them out in the second half. So, <laughs> but, you know, just come out and just kind of dominate the whole game. Um, yeah. Like I said, they can't stop anyone on defense. Also, the number two tackler on their team, I guess, is out. I think oh, he's suspended. Wow. So that's a. Oh my gosh! I didn't hear that. That's another. That's another loss for their defense. You know, I don't know if the locker room is fully there with the midseason coach firing. You know, no. Nebraska hasn't looked great. They should. They should just go out and. They should really dominate this game. I, yeah, I know they yeah. got some talent on that team, but. Yeah. At home. 
Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they had the edge last year because that's just an incredible environment to play in, you know, and <clears throat> incredible fan base, you know, very like us, should I say? Yeah. But, um, yeah. With this being at home, you know, in that defense, I truly think that it's just going to be a Donovan Edwards Blake Corum day. And that's fine. You know, it is what it is. I would like him maybe to, to kind of, you know, test some waters on some throwing because I just, I, I just want to keep doing it more and more before we get to Ohio State because it's right. like, you know, they don't do it a lot and then boom, Ohio State happens. Oh, they're not ready, you know, but we'll see. Yep. We'll see. Um, well, what's predictions? Predictions for the game this weekend? Um, I'm going to say we win um, 35-14 <laughs> Michigan. Maybe, a few, maybe 42. Maybe 42. But <laughs> <laughs> I just keep thinking it's going to be another one of those first yeah. halves that we switch it up in the second half. We'll see, but I'm going to say 35-14. Yeah, I was going to say 42-10. to 10. I think there's just going to be a lot of running. I think it might be like the Penn State game all over again. Yeah. So, you know, we'll just like the universe's number, I am also choosing 42. Um, <laughs> 42 to 7. They get a lucky touchdown. But this defense does not let this program even score another. I always think to myself in the second half, it's like the Yost. Like, yeah. I don't want them to gain another yard. And you're yeah. like, okay, <laughs> this team is ready. Like, they're going to score the rest of the way. Like, let's go. Yep. We're um, up to number one in the country in rush defense now, I think. so. Nice. Yeah, because Illinois yeah, kind of really just. <laughs> try running. Yeah, try just running the ball down our throats. I don't think it's going to work. Nope. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about this weekend. But it's just you know at this point you just gotta take care of business because you can't let anything slip up before the big game. You know, right. so and that's the same for Ohio State. It's like don't be just kind of looking ahead of Michigan because you got some yep. too. So yeah, gosh, it's, just, it's gonna be awesome if we just both go into Columbus undefeated. Man. <laughs> it's really yeah. I think it's gonna happen. And oh, the anxiety yeah. is happening. I'm so excited. Just gotta Every survive and advance. Stay healthy. Yeah, every time I think about it, I get like butterflies. Dude, I was I was kind of too young to remember 06. So I have very, very vague memories of it, but yeah. Now like I that would it would be very cool to live it out and just see that. It'd be cool yeah. to have it at home, but I, I I believe in this team in Columbus. They didn't they looked kind of looked kind of soft last week. So we'll I see know. we'll see what happens. I'm just saying, if this is any of the any any of the years to beat Ohio State in Columbus, it's going to be this year. I just I really believe. Yeah. That. I really believe it's with any Ryan Day team, I guess. But we'll see. Um, yeah. It's going to be a battle. There's no way any of us should ever. No one on either side should be guaranteeing any type of win. Absolutely not. <laughs> because it's going to be a battle for the like everything. It's going to be bloody. Yeah. But it's going to be intense. It's going to be that flashy pass offense versus our, you know. Kinda. Just like last year. Year. Yep. Yep. Just like last year. See what comes yep. out on top. Give me a nice 50 mile an hour win game. I think this is the most beatable they've been like these last couple of years. I mean, right. it seems like they were just in another stratosphere for a while, like with Urban Meyer. And it was mm -hmm. just, I, I didn't know how we were going to close the gap. And I don't know. It just feels like right now they're, they've fallen back down to earth and like, it's like okay, they're human. Like we can beat them, right? So. Well, I mean, I think, and I think too, it just plays into a lot of us finally getting all the, um, you know, same type of talent they had. You know, because for mm -hmm. so long there was just such this gap of just every position, and yeah, we really just 
gotten very close in multiple positions. So it's it's going to be a test though for for Turner and and, and Will Johnson and all of them. Um, you know, against C.J. Stroud, who is incredible. Yeah, right. Um, we can only hope for the best. But that's that's a while away. We're just getting caught up talking about it. But I went out on a limb about Ohio State there, but yeah. Yeah. We're, no, we're very excited. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Well, great. So let's just hope for a dub and, and we'll catch all you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to the 14th episode. I can't believe it's already been 14, but uh we're gonna be probably maybe doing some twice a week even here, uh coming up in the basketball season here. So we'll 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 figure it out, maybe switch it up and do you know, one for football, one for basketball, but we'll figure it out. But thanks for tuning for sure. in as always. And we will talk to you guys next week. Go blue guys. Thanks right, go blue. Ooh.